to the Gray and Golf podcast. This is our first episode, and I figured I would start out by explaining why I call it the Gray and Golf podcast. You see, there's an uh, there's an event coming. You can call it Shit Hits the Fan. You can call it uh, Teotihuacan. You can call it WOL, whatever. But there is an event coming, possibly a second civil war, in which life as we know it is going to either drastically change or life as we know it is going to end altogether. And we're going to find ourselves in a Netflix-worthy survival situation. I'm not talking about zombies. I don't think there's a Z-Day coming, but there is the possibility of some variation of a Second Civil War, and there is always the possibility of a nuclear attack from one of the United States' great enemies, such as North Korea, China, or Russia. And there is always the possibility of an EMP being detonated by one of those enemies or even by our own government as methods to control the population. With that being said, we know that there's some type of event coming. So what do we do when that scenario happens? Well, we really have two choices. You can go gray or you can go galt. Now, obviously... I'm not going to pretend that these are the ultimate choices. They're the two choices in my mind, and they both have roots in other methodologies. I'm somebody who has been for a number of years now into the survival and prepping lifestyle. I've managed to create a nice sized cash for myself on a few occasions, and then ultimately, as people tend to do when they make bad decisions, I ultimately lost everything. And now I pretty much find myself every couple of years starting fresh, but now I'm able to rebuild my way instead of having to rebuild around what other people were comfortable with. And that's no way to build. There's no way to create a lifestyle in survival, prepping, homesteading, or any type of life for that matter. So when I say going gray or going galt, I'm talking about there's, um, if you're familiar with it, there is a book called Atlas Shrugged, one of the most important novels ever written, written by Ayn Rand. One of the central characters is named John Galt. And throughout the book, many prominent members of the worldwide community that Ayn created in this book go Galt. John Galt was an engineer, a brilliant man, who had an idea for essentially a kinetic motor. And the idea was about to be appropriated by the company that he worked for and changed to serve a purpose John Galt never intended. So what he did was he took the plans for his motor, he shut down the facility he was working in, and he disappeared. And he slowly began taking with him the great minds, the great thinkers, the creators, the inventors, the businessmen who knew what they were doing. He started taking them away from society. And it led to the eventual collapse of the economy. It led to the eventual collapse of the government. And it led to the eventual collapse of essentially the entire world in this book. So when we're talking about going galt, what we're talking about is withdrawing from society, pulling away doing your own thing, living a lifestyle that is beneficial only to you and to those you care about.
because people always look at the word individual and they look at the word selfish with some type of contempt when the fact is that being selfish is the most important step that one can take to preserving one's own life. And when I say selfish, I mean being concerned only about yourself, your loved ones, those around you, and those who would benefit your existence. We live that way every day. The question is, do you have the cojones to admit that in some respect, you've always wanted to go galt. You've always wanted to shut out the people that serve no purpose for you. Why is that such a bad thing? Why do people shy away from the idea of living their life for their own benefit? Well, it's because we're taught by our educational institutions, we're taught by our media, we're taught by our social media, that our lives exist solely for the pleasure of others. It's a load of bullshit. It's an absolute load of bullshit. Our lives are here for us to live and for us to live according to our values and our beliefs. So going gold is just that. It's walking away from everything, falling out of society, and you in the prepper world, you could actually call it bugging out. A long-term bug-out scenario, homesteading scenario. Going Galt is a complete self-sufficiency system. Now we look at the other side of this, the other name in the title, Going Gray. If you have any familiarity with survival and prepping, you already know what gray is. Gray is an attempt to blend into society. It is a way of living. Um, it's used in a lot of bug out situations and it's used in a lot of quite frankly a lot of criminals will use gray man to try and blend in with their surroundings so that they are not identified and apprehended by local law enforcement and if criminals can use these techniques then sure as hell ordinary law-abiding citizens can do the same thing of course what is a law-abiding citizen these days if you don't use the proper pronoun you can be considered a criminal. If you wear a MAGA hat, you can be considered a criminal. Law-abiding just doesn't hold the same definition that it used to. But I digress. Going gray is blending into your surroundings, not sticking out, becoming invisible in the environment you're in. And it could be as simple as literally just blending in clothes-wise, wearing what people in the area that your your encampment is in or the area that you are traveling through wearing the same clothes that they have. You know, I'm not a fan of my local professional sports teams, but I have made it a point, and I have yet to pull the trigger on this one, so to speak, but I have made it a point that I have um, the desire to purchase at least a hat and possibly a shirt that represents the local football team in my area. Because if there is a gray man scenario that I need to begin, then putting that local football team's hat on would make me blend in a hell of a lot more than wearing one of my other hats, which are mostly camouflage, John Deere, and um, quite a few Cabela's and, and uh, Bass Pro Shops hats. So it's something as simple as having the clothing, having the, the wherewithal to blend in attitude-wise, 
to blend in again with the clothing to blend in with even so much as you know learning when you're driving through a particular area playing a specific type of music in your car that's endemic to that area rather than playing your normal type of music no matter how much you may hate it you know i'm not a fan of mumble rap whatsoever but I will tell you, if I was in a scenario in a gray man situation where I found myself driving through an urban area where mumble rap was omnipresent, then I would more than likely cue some up and use that as a way to blend in. Now, that's the basic concept of going gray. And as the newest episodes, as the future episodes of this show come up, we'll be discussing ways to use both gray and galt scenarios and tactics, I should say, in your everyday life and in the the possibility slash eventuality of a social collapse. And I truly do believe there is a massive social collapse coming. I believe that we are on the verge of, if not already, becoming the divided states of America rather than the united states of America. And this 2022 midterm election coming up is only going to widen the divide. It's going to make things more difficult for everybody. And that's one thing I will say as we start out here. I'm, I do live in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And this state is about to go straight down the toilet because we have two very important races, the race for governor and the race for the Senate. And the leading candidates in both races, on both sides of the ticket, are complete wastes of human life. I can honestly say that the Democrat candidates, John Fetterman for Senate and Josh Shapiro for governor, are about the worst two possible candidates one could imagine. They are, believe me, their opponents on the other side. Dr. Mehmet Oz for the Senate and Doug Mastriano for governor are not ideal candidates by any stretch, not in the least. I mean, Mastriano, look, I'm, I'm a spiritual guy. I'm a religious guy for myself, but I don't believe that my religion should dominate the entire population. I don't think that my religion should be the law of the land the way Doug Mastriano does. You cannot regulate the laws of a state, a commonwealth, or even a neighborhood based on religious beliefs. That just doesn't work. It's not the First Amendment guarantees the right to free exercise of religion, no matter what that is. So Mastriano is a bad idea. Dr. Mehmet Oz is a puppet of Oprah Winfrey and always has been. So those two candidates, not ideal, but certainly better than John Fetterman, which is almost... Visually, if you've never seen John Fetterman, he is almost as though Lurch and Bernie Sanders had a child. You know, Lurch from the Adams Family. He's a huge hulking actor who wears hoodies to pretend that he's some type of working man, working stiff. When the truth is, he's never worked a damn job in his life. So Pennsylvania is about to go down the toilet. And normally, this would be the point where everybody would say, well, just go out and vote. Go out and make your voice heard. We learned in 2020 that our voices are never going to be heard. We learned on a nationwide basis that we have the most corrupt, inept, and inefficient voting system possibly in the world. You know, there are 
Venezuela and Cuba, they are dictatorships, but at least they put on a brave face and try to pretend they're not dictatorships. Here in the United States, we just simply kick back in our lazy chairs, turn on another episode of Game of Thrones and go, eh, the guy I voted for didn't win, maybe next time. So this state is about to go to hell. And I would normally, two, three, four years ago, I would say go out and vote. But if you're listening to the show and you live in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, just hold on. Because it's going to get really, really bad. This state is going to become a police state. It's going to become an ESG-regulated state before Commonwealth, I know. Before you, you can finish saying, holy shit, when did that happen? So it's time to start deciding, are you going to go gray or are you going to go golf? Now, I again, I am not discrediting survival or prepping or homesteading or any type of self-reliance. In fact, I am a champion of all of those. This particular podcast at one point was known by a different name. It was known as the Walking Tall podcast. I kind of had to get away from that for a while because... Quite frankly, the walking tall concept, it just didn't speak to what I was trying to say. It just wasn't the, it wasn't the verbiage that I wanted to express my opinions and and to express facts when it comes to survival, prepping, self-reliant living. So I actually stumbled across the idea of Galt and Gray when I was trying to change my Twitter handle. And that's why I renamed this show and renamed this particular concept Galt and Gray. It's We were known as Walking Tall, and if you listened to the old edition of the podcast or watched any of the YouTube videos, which have been removed, the particular production company that I have with my podcasts, and there are multiple, I have moved all of my content away from YouTube and am... In the process of migrating away from iTunes. Uh, I'm not too fond of Google either. But the distribution is just too much right now to lose. So that's one where you kind of have to... uh, You kind of have to swallow the medicine there. And if you did read Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. Or if you've read The Fountainhead. Or more specifically if you've read any of her nonfiction work. Or listened to any of her speeches. She will tell you. That there, well, she, she has passed away in 1982, but she would tell you that there are times where you have to accept things the way they are and go with the flow until you can change it for your own benefit. And I think that's a huge lesson for, for everybody in, in every aspect of life, especially with what we're going through as a country right now. We're, we're such a woke, over the top nation, and our our nation is being dominated by social and environmental governance, the ESG concept, you know, what the Chinese call the social credit score. We are just so overwhelmed by it. And there's an argument to be made that we just have to kind of sit back and live with it until, until we can change it. And, and we can change that. We go all the way back to the beginning in one of two ways, go galt or go gray. Now, obviously, you're going to ask, you start off by saying you can go Galt or you can go Gray. Which one are you doing? Well, you know what? I've kind of been back and forth on this 
for quite a while. And I've decided that unfortunately due to my particular uh, behavioral idiosyncrasies, well, my particular behavioral idiosyncrasies, I, I have a very difficult time going gray. I cannot just blend in. When everybody else is on the bus staring at their phone, I can't just sit there and stare at my phone and not look around and not have my head on a swivel. So gray is not exactly my top option. I still exercise gray man tactics, and we'll be talking about them throughout the course of this podcast. But I think the only option that really leaves me is going gold, which, as we discussed earlier in the show, essentially means going into a lifestyle of self-reliance, survival, prepping, and preparing to do what needs to be done for myself, my family, and my loved ones when the time of shit hits the fan does in fact come. So we're going to be discussing a lot of different topics over the course of this show, and they're all going to center around the idea of Galt or Grey, which just so everybody knows, everybody in the back hears it, I'm going to say it again, Galt and Grey is just a catchy way of saying that this show is to hear to discuss survival topics, to discuss prepping topics, gray man tactics, to discuss homesteading, to discuss anything that helps to advance the future of the individual and to make each and every one of us a stronger person for the eventuality of WOL, Tiatwaki, or Shit Hits the Fan. It's... This is a topic I believe in. This is a topic I feel very strongly about. And it's a topic that I don't think enough Americans pay attention to. The survival and prepping communities are growing exponentially, but we started out too small. I I don't think that the survival community, the prepper community, reaches out enough. And... Not that I'm saying the survival and prepping community should go door to door and go, hey, are you interested in learning how to prep? But it should be available. It should be accessible. If there are people out there with questions about what do I do in a survival or prepping scenario, what do I do in SHTF? There should be people who are accessible. And I don't claim to be an expert by any stretch. I mean, I'm probably at 35, maybe 40% knowledge of, of what, just certain people that I talk to online would know. But I'm here and I'm available and I'm accessible for any questions. You can put the questions into the podcast or you can actually find, um, like I said, I'm in the midst of changing my Twitter handle. I will, in the next couple of episodes, I will actually give everybody the new Twitter handle for this particular account. And I'm here to discuss whatever it is you may have in mind, uh, to answer your questions, to run things by me, to, for me to run things by you. If you want to contact the show and say, this is the way I do things, great. You know, I'd love to hear updates. I'd love to hear other ideas from everybody else as to how they handle a Galt or Gray scenario. So thank you for taking the time to listen to our first episode. We're not going to run very long today. This is just really a really extended trailer to let everybody know what we're here to do.
So, you know, when shit hits the fan, the the only thing you can do is to look to the end of your arm for a helping hand. This is Galton Gray. Thank you for listening.